0: Welcome back to Real Talk with Rajon with Nothing's Off Limits. I am your host, Rajon Lewis. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the show. For those who are new to the show, you know, I talk about everything from sports, music, to politics, you name it, we'll discuss it. But I want to get right to it. Uh, today I wanted to talk about LeBron James and what's going on with the, with the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Now for those who follow the show, you know that I'm a pretty big LeBron James fan, not to the point where I'm like a bronze sexual or anything like that, but definitely to the point where I followed his career from high school to the point that he is now the Los Angeles Lakers. I am a Miami Heat fan, so I'm not a guy who switched teams with him. But I definitely am a fan. With that being said, I wanted to talk about uh, his behavior and what what I, I perceive to be problems with the Los Angeles Lakers at this time. Um, so let's just start at you know him at, at you know him leaving Cleveland. You know he won the championship for Cleveland, went back home, won the championship for Cleveland. After the following year, he knew something was probably up. and He was probably leaving, probably leaving. I did not think that he'd be going to uh, Los Angeles. I thought that, you know, with the coaching situation, uh, young players, I thought maybe he'd go somewhere where he have more of a chance to win, per se, especially joining the West. Um, I think that he's probably looking back on those situations now and thinking, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. probably shouldn't have done that. But I'm going to be honest with you, LeBron James has much more credit to take this situation that is going on in L.A. than he's willing to admit. And I'll tell you, as a fan of LeBron James, I'm, I'm really disappointed in him. So let's talk about the things that I see. I see that are not his problems. One, it's not his problem that he has a coach who's not very experienced in dealing with personalities, or the X to Nose aspect of it. Like that. Like Luke, Luke Walton is not a very experienced coach. The, the Lakers really took a fire on him, you know, to, to give him a shot to get his first head coaching job in one of the most storied franchises in NBA history. Sometimes that works well. Sometimes that works badly. And I'm thinking that right now it's working bad. That's the first thing. The second thing. NBA, uh, the Lakers have a lot of young talent. They have a lot of young talent, but it's still really underdeveloped. And when you don't have an experienced coaching staff, the one thing you can't do is develop talent. So I, I don't see the Lakers as having the, um, the skill set, coaching wise, really to develop the young talent that they do have uh, with the Kuzma and a uh, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, uh, all these different players, even a uh, Caldwell Pope, Pope, developing them into the team that they need to be in order to be successful long-term with the people that they currently have. Three, LeBron James couldn't help the Anthony Davis situation, where uh, it was put out there that the Lakers were willing to trade pretty much the entire roster to bring in Anthony Davis to play with LeBron James. So everybody knew that one of the Lakers' most significant goals was to bring in a second superstar to play with LeBron, but that wasn't LeBron's fault. Um, Did LeBron want Anthony Davis? definitely, but who wouldn't want Anthony Davis on their team? I mean, I I just, I can't think of anybody, but I think anybody would want them, but I do think that that's, again, something that LeBron can control. Now, what can LeBron control? These are the things that LeBron can control, which I think are problematic, and he should be looking squarely at himself. He can control, one, his intensity on the court, defensively and offensively. He's not being a very good leader by example. If he thinks that by Taking plays off on defense Not working hard to get rebounds Not playing one to one, good one-to-one one defense Not even playing good help defense He's going to inspire his younger teammates to, to, to uplift their game style He's wrong Especially if you're going to call them out You know, I don't think he calls them out by name I don't believe he calls them out by name But he does call out and say uh, you know, Guys got to get better at this When he says guys he needs to point the finger squarely at himself Because we've all seen the video of LeBron James um, taking plays off on defense. We've seen the plays, we've seen the video of LeBron James getting frustrated and not hustling back down the court. We've all seen it. And that's not the player that we, the player in LeBron James that we've all grown to know and respect. Even if you don't like him, you've always had to respect his level of talent. Um, so I think that there, he definitely needs to be uh, pointing more, uh, draw, draw more attention to himself and taking it on, on the head without him. Leadership. All right? there's a way to lead when it comes to especially with younger players that will bring them in and make them feel invested in the situation as opposed to feeling isolated and ostracized lebron james is doing a really good job of ostracizing his teammates right now in a way that i really haven't seen from lebron in his career um you know you can criticize him for his treatment of the players in cleveland uh kevin love but he never made kevin love feel like the way i feel like these young guys are, are feeling um, mainly because he treats them like he acts in a lot of ways like He's not on this team, he's just like he's not a part of the team, he's just on the team. And it's a difference between being a part of the team and being on the team. And when you're a part of the team, you know, you have shared wins and shared losses. LeBron makes the team seem like he believes that when they lose, they lose. When they win, they're together. But if, if we lose, that wasn't me, that was y'all. When we win, it's us. And that's not cool. Um those are things that leaders he definitely can do better. Uh, I, like I said, I am a LeBron James fan, so I, I'm, I'm hoping that he's going to see the error of his ways and turn this around and, and take more of a leadership role um, in the traditional way and, and really galvanize his team. But the question also is, does he really care to do it? Does, is that something he's really considered in doing? If you're not really invested in the players that are on your team, are you really willing to take those chances? To, to, to bring those players and to make them feel more welcome, make them feel more uh, more involved in the, in the offense and the defense as your teammates. And I'm not sure that LeBron, that LeBron James feels that way for the team. He may be in like, okay, let's just get to the end of the season and, and prepare for the offseason mode. I think that's where he is. And I think if that's where he is, that's not a great sign about him as a leader or as a player. And, and I will say that as a LeBron James fan, in that I am disappointed. This has been a Real Talk short with Real Talk with Rajan. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you enjoy watch, if you enjoy the show, please check me out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and all these different streaming formats. This has been an Anchor FM recording. And always remember that if a man doesn't stand for something, he's bound to fall for anything. But that's Real Talk. See y'all soon. Peace.
1: Welcome back to Real Talk Rajan, where nothing's off limits. I am your host, Rajan Lewis. Now, here on Real Talk Rajan, anything is debatable. So, on any given week, we could be discussing anything from sports to music to politics. You name it, we'll discuss it. So today, one of the things you know I've been doing a couple episodes. Today is my second one of the day, and I really want to give you guys an idea of who I am as a person, right? So today, the the, the topic that I want to discuss with you is: I love God and I love hip hop. And I don't explain to you what that means, right? I love God and I love hip hop. Now, it's really weird because like, you know, I grew up, I didn't grow up in the church. So that's one thing you have to understand about me is I did not grow up in the church. I grew up um, pretty much in an area where we didn't do a whole lot of church going to um, unless your parents forced you. My mom didn't force us to go to church. My mom believed in God. My grandmother was the Seventh-day Adventist, so she was in church every Sabbath um but i was never really forced to go to church um growing up until i was like 13 or 14 years old so where as i had a best friend javar who grew up and he was going to while we were growing up he couldn't like come play ball or nothing because he was always going to something for church he'd have a church convention here or some kind of convocation or some kind of bible study while they were doing that you know we were out hooping we were walking the streets we were hanging out here and there and because of that you know I have a different I grew up with a different understanding so while he was learning you know Donald Lawrence and Donnie McClurkin and Kirk Franklin and all these things I'm listening to uh, the Fugees and I'm listening to boys the Men. I love R&B music and I'm listening to Jay-Z uh, Tupac uh, Lost Boys just secular music so I grew up with a tremendous love for hip-hop music like I love hip-hop music my favorite rapper is Jay-Z and I can probably quote I there was a time in my life I, actually where I used to quote Jay-Z lyrics like Bible scriptures um, and it was crazy because I had like a Jay-Z verse for every situation in life and that's something that really stuck with me for a really really long time but a miraculous thing happened as I got older um, I ran into some people who really um, affected me in a positive way and those people Really loved God They really loved God and because they really loved God it made me want to know more about God I'm uh, not that I didn't uh, know God but I didn't have a relationship with God growing up <clears throat> so As I grew older and I began to know about God and I began to, to love God for who he actually is You know, I, I began to I began to start listening to these these gospel songs. I started singing in a group uh, called namesake which I still sing it to this day. But even with that, I still love hip-hop. I still love hip-hop. My my favorite uh, young boy rapper would be uh, Kendrick Lamar. So I still listen to his stuff. And I don't feel like burdened by it. I honestly don't. And I'm going to tell you why I don't feel burdened by it. And people may disagree with this. I don't feel burdened by it. Because I know that the thing that God gave me growing up. That story that God gave me growing up. It built me in a way that was different than the average person that would try to minister to somebody, right? So I have a different understanding of the world and even a different understanding of the word because of the story that God has given me. I'm leading up into that situation, and I feel like if I was to pull myself, I was to remove those things from my life, like hip hop, like hip hop music, um, that I, which I enjoy now, not like the really, really bad stuff, but you know, the stuff that I really enjoy. It would change who I was as a person to the point where maybe I can't reach those people that I, that I used to be able to reach uh, when I when I was you know more uh, in touch with what the world is doing. You know it's, it's hard to impact the world if you don't understand the world. It's hard. It's hard to impact somebody that you believe you're better than. It's something that I said to somebody on Facebook the other day. It's really hard to serve people that you believe that you're higher than. And I don't believe that I'm higher. Than anybody I don't believe that my love for Jesus my love for God uh, elevates me above anybody else so in order to fully understand those people I have to understand what they're going through and a lot of times the the voice of what people are going through are the music is the music it's the music even if we look back at like the Harlem Renaissance and you know um, look back at uh at the civil rights movement what told the story of those of those times what told the story of what was going on in the community it wasn't the gospel music it wasn't the gospel music. It was those people that made that song, those songs that were relevant specifically to that time. Yes, you want to be spiritually minded, but you don't want to be so spiritually, so heavenly minded that you can do no earthly good. And that's something you know that 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 sticks with me. Now, some people may say he's just looking for justifications for why you know why he doesn't stop listening to hip hop. And truth be told, it is a justification. It definitely is. Because I believe that when God wants you to stop doing something, God burdens your heart about it. There are certain things that I have in my life that I know that I probably shouldn't do or I shouldn't have in my life. And when I do them, God burdens my heart. So I try not to do those things for the most part. But, I mean, we all have slip-ups. We all want to make our mistakes. But, yeah, man, like, I love God and I love hip-hop. And, and, and I think I always love God in hip-hop because one that like that's what I grew up on any more than you know somebody who grew up uh, listening to Al Green like they'll always love um, Al Green's music you know they'll always love love and happiness they'll always love um, all those things if you grew up listening to Sam Cooke's secular stuff you're not going to stop listening to Sam Cooke you know Um, you may tell people that you do and I think that's even worse I think that's even worse to me is that you know sometimes people try to put off this uh, image of who they are so that people will believe that there are a certain thing When the truth is it is a facade And the one thing that I believe that God does not want me to be Is a fake person God does not want me to be a fake person um, If God wanted me to, to, to stop listening to secular music Or is listening to hip hop in general God would take that he would, he would burden my heart And he would take that 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 want away from me Because I ask God all the time If there's anything within me that's not like you take it out You know burden, burden my heart Lord Let me know that what I'm doing is wrong let me know that what I'm doing is wrong, you know? If I went out and cheated on my wife, that would burden my heart. That's one of the things, thank God, that I I, I don't do. Um, you know, um, but you know, if somebody was to do it, that's 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 between them and God. It's not for me to judge. I think again, too that's another thing, like too often us as Christians think it's our job to 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 cast judgment or, or cast dispersions on what somebody else is doing without first looking at ourselves. So I love God and I love hip-hop, man. Um, I will I will probably be a Jay-Z fan to the day that I die. I've seen Jay-Z live so many times. I love going to hip-hop concerts. I love being around the atmosphere. I love the rush and the feeling of, of a new album that I love. You know, listening to Nas, listening to Kendrick, love listening to J. Cole. I love it. I also love gospel music. I love Molly music. I love uh, Ty Tribute. I love Travis Green. I love Jonathan McReynolds so you know it's not a matter of serving two masters to me it's a matter of you know does me listening to that music say anything more anything more about my love for god and i don't believe it does i believe my love for god stands on its own two feet it stands on its own two feet and the way i show my love for god is by the way i treat people and the way i carry myself so you may disagree if you disagree please feel free to leave comments in the comment section um let me know. Uh, respond. You can send me a message. You can send me some feedback. I'd love to hear from you. And my name is Rajon Lewis, and this is my real talk with Rajon. But always remember that if a man doesn't stand for something, he's bound to fall for anything. But that's real talk. I see y'all soon. Peace.